Good morning, everybody. It's Ryder Carlton Holden uh, coming to you guys with today's episode of my podcast. On today's episode, as you've probably seen the title, well, you've certainly seen the title of today's episode, Sex for Rent. Uh, I, I have noticed that this has been an epidemic, a pandemic, uh, just like the coronavirus itself. Um, people uh, asking for sex or soliciting uh, tenants for sex in exchange for rent. You know, when, when preparing for this podcast, I thought about a couple of my books that applied here. Uh, in my book, Niger Baby and When Leaves Cry, you have a situation uh, similar uh, to uh, this sex for rent um, quid pro quo going on. I know in Niger Baby, uh, as I've said many times before in my other podcasts, um, what what's happening is the leader of the um, baby farm ring offers unsuspecting young ladies jobs, supposedly as nannies. But what really happens is they get kidnapped. They become sex workers. They get impregnated and they have to sell their babies in exchange for uh, a tiny portion of the money that is gotten from the sale of their babies. And then when leaves cry, uh, the women are involved in sex trafficking. They're dancing at a men's club, uh, well, a gentleman's club, as they call it. And um, one of the one of the uh, particular workers, for example, her name is Ponzo, uh, in South Africa. She's, uh, you know, a medical student, and she is involved in it to pay for her her schooling. And uh, you know. And again, her boss uses it, her Nigerian boss uses this as leverage to keep her working for him. Uh, He even protects her uh, from the more uh, demeaning uh, escort work that other uh, of of his sex workers are doing on the streets, uh, prostituting themselves uh, to particular clients. Um, So... Again, going back to our topic here, uh, making a segue from uh, what I was just talking about concerning my books in this topic of sex for rent, uh, we have seen and we're, uh, we are seeing uh, in the United States and around the world in particular, I noticed from my research in the, U- in, um, the UK, uh, landlords pressuring, uh, in particular women more so, but women as men, young men as well, um, to have sex with them, uh, in exchange for, uh, rent payments. Um, and you see this happening more so in the pandemic, this COVID-19 pandemic, because people are losing their jobs and they have, uh, very few, uh, financial resources to pay for rent, food, uh, and other um, necessities of life. And some of them find themselves in situations where they, they're in the country illegally, uh, they're ex-cons, and they're single, single mothers. Um, and young men trying to get a start, they may be in school, uh, who are actually, so, you know, they are vulnerable. And some uh, landlords in the United States and the UK, for example, are taking advantage of the situation and soliciting um, these these people um, for sex. 
uh, to pay their rent. I noticed in one article, um, it said that it talked about Hawaii uh, and how because Hawaii is a a tourism driven uh, state, uh, many people have lost their jobs. Uh, the, the article is called Landlords are Targeting Vulnerable Tenants to Solicit Sex in Exchange for Rent, uh, Advocates Say. And um, this article was by a lady named Gwen Aviles. And this was this came out on April 17th, uh, 2020. And um, again, uh, the landlord is taking advantage of the situation. You know, with all these people working in a state like Hawaii where tourism is booming or was booming, uh, you can see that a lot of people have been affected uh, by the loss of a job. And so they're vulnerable and helpless and dependent on these shady landlords. Uh, And so, uh, again, another example I, I read about and actually, you know, I had heard about this this case before. This was in Indianapolis, and this article was entitled "Landlord Accused of Asking Tenant for Sex as Rent Payment After She Was Furloughed Due to COVID-19." Uh, and this was by uh, Sierra Hignite, and this came out in May 14th, uh, 2020, uh, being updated on May 15th. Uh, again, uh, now. Miss Ignite shared text messages in her article, and in one of the texts, uh, the uh, one of the texts, the uh, landlord actually uh, solicits the young lady uh, t- who has a, a young young child. I think the child was like two years old uh, to stay the night with him, you know, in exchange for a late payment. She was trying to make an arrangement, you know, to pay him when she got her stimulus check, uh, but. You know, in the first round of stimulus checks, uh, and you know, at first she had no idea what he was talking about. She thought maybe, you know, he meant to send a text to somebody else, or this was a prank. Uh, but he indeed verified that he meant what he said, and he meant to send it to her, uh, which disgusted her. And uh, she ended up sending her her uh, young child to stay with his dad uh, while she continued to stay at this property you know, while she worked to get off and get out of the situation. But she lived, she lived in fear, you know, the whole time, which is understandable uh, because this creep, uh, you know, had again solicited her and, you know, put her in an impossible situation almost, you know. Uh, You know, it's sad that you have people out there uh, putting the screws to people who are helpless you know, they may have no other recourse, no family to go to. Um, they may, you know, you have social organizations out there to help you, which I'll talk about later on. But, you know, people have their pride, you know, and, and which is understandable. You want to be able to stay in your own uh, your own space. And, you know, some landlords can indeed afford, you know, to help people out, you know, work out a payment plan, for example, uh, you know, but. You know, and, and this this particular landlord later on, he, you know, he he told her, you know, not only that she wasn't his type later on when she refused him, but that, you know, he wasn't hurting for the money that he could do without the money. But it still, you know, it was an it was an attempt to uh, dismiss his solicitation of sex for the rent money. Um, 
you know, and later on when the media contacted him, uh, he excused it and said, you know, because he was like in his 70s and that he was drunk, that he sent the text in error. He, he was trying to send it to an ex, I think an ex-wife or something to, of that nature. But again, another uh, example of somebody taking advantage and again, trying to make themselves look good and take the blame uh, off, you know, off them and whitewash um, their, their, you know, their gross sin uh, towards a helpless uh, single mother and, uh, you know, living alone and doing the best you could to raise her son. Um, And now let's go to an example I saw going to the going to England, the UK, uh, this one particular article again was uh, taken from Reuters, uh, and this was on May 21st, 2020. The article is, t- is entitled "I Had No Choice: Sex for Rent Rises with Coronavirus Poverty," um, and this particular article um, said that um, a quarter of a million female tenants in England have been solicited in the previous five years, according to a, um, a 2018 Shelter England survey. Uh, Shelter England is apparently a social uh, charity organization, and they did this 2018 survey, uh, and it showed that, again, like a quarter of a million female tenants. Let's let that sink in. A quarter of a million uh, female tenants had been uh, asked for sex uh, in exchange for rent. Um, in England in, you know, from 2013 to 2018, you know, which is uh, mind-blowing, mind-blowing. That's like, you know, you don't even have some cities with that many people. And this is, again, indicative of how um, huge this... um, this pandemic is of soliciting um, people, in particular women, uh, for sex um, to pay their to pay their rent. Um, I noticed also uh, in, the, in this one other article by a man named Harvey Jones, uh, again from the UK, in a in a, um, a news source called the Guardian in 2018. This particular article was called "Sex for Rent: The Rogue Landlords Who Offer Free Rooms." in return for favors, uh, quote unquote. Um, and I, I'll, they actually, Harvey Jones actually gave some examples of some of the actual ads, ads from Craigslist that the shady landlords placed uh, to get uh, sex in exchange for a place for people to stay. It says, this one particular ad says, and I quote, I have a spare room for someone who likes to get naked at home. Send naked pic and details if interested. All right. So very explicit, uh, disgusting and exploitative and disrespectful of women. Also, this other one says free accommodation and bills for a woman in exchange for housework and FB slash FWB. I know. FWB stands for friends with benefits. Um, and I think FB may stand for, for benefits. Uh, and then later on it says, 
Uh, it goes on to say housemate only home home. Oh, I'm sorry. Housemate only home two to three days a week due to work. Please send picture and description. Another one says I'm looking for a female tenant. I would I would offer a suggestion of a different arrangement instead of money, but I am happy either way. Okay, so that one is trying to be a little bit uh, subtle, so to speak, in the indecent proposal. Uh, but again, any intelligent individual knows uh, what this particular landlord wants, uh, which brings me for uh, to a new term that I learned, you know, when people abuse their power, uh, in exchange for sex, uh, some people have called this instead of extortion, sextortion, sextortion. So, uh, this is what, um, some people are calling this, um, to pressure people, um, to give them, uh, some sexual favors, um, to pay their way so that they will have a a place to stay, uh, which is, again, a sad state of affairs that people are uh, kicking people uh, while they're in a bad situation already and putting extra pressure on them. Um, That would cause many people who are faced with, you know, being evicted and staying outside or being homeless uh, with entertaining the idea of selling their bodies uh, to keep a roof over their heads, which again is a a really uh, egregious um, state of affairs. Uh, I noticed this other article uh, here in, and this was taken. This was about a in, in, uh, a landlord in Indianapolis, Indiana. And this particular article by uh, Jared Gaffinay. I hope I'm pronouncing his or Goffinay. I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. And this was an article on November 4th, 2020. Um, and it was, it said, and this was from fox19now.com. Um, and the article was entitled Rent for Sex Landlord Arrested Again After Violating a Restraining Order, Court Says. So this particular landlord not only uh, had they you know, solicited some 55, uh, tenants on his properties, uh, along with his, he and his, he and his wife's properties. Uh, but he also violated a restraining order that said that he was not to, uh, contact any tenants by any means, um, um, under a, a protection order. And he, the same day went about texting one of the tenants, uh, in violation of that, uh, restraining order. Um, and in a settlement, he, he and his wife, um, agreed to, um, $177,500 settlement, um, uh, to, again, to settle, you know, with these, uh, these particular, these 55 tenants on their properties in Indiana. Um, and you know, what, Mr. Klosterman was accused of doing is uh, touching the tenants, um, offering them a reduction in their, their rent amount, uh, or even him turning a blind eye to it, or even letting them be late in exchange for getting sex from them. Uh, and he, even in one 
uh, in some cases, he actually did throw out some victims or threatened to uh, throw out some female victims uh, who uh, objected or refused uh, his um, his uh, proposals, indecent proposals, um, to uh, have sex with him, um, you know, in exchange for their rent money. Uh, he was even uh, invading their privacy, which um, is a violation of, you know, any lease agreement. Your landlords cannot enter your property without your permission when you're paying rent to stay there. Uh, he was even um, using cameras to uh, look at them and invade their privacy. Uh, so, you know, he took some uh, invasive measures uh, to uh, demean and uh, just disrespect grossly uh, these women who were renting from him and his wife. And, you know, all of this, you guys, what I see, and it reminds me of my last podcast episode because I'm seeing more women victims, um, like I said in my last episode about uh, domestic and relationship violence. More of them are women uh, victims than men. Uh, It's the same thing here with uh, women uh, you have more women who are solicited for sex in exchange for rent um, than 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 men, um, which uh, makes me think that you have well, you know, it it's it shows me that some men are just oversexed. You know, this man, this last man that I talked about was a married man, so you have, and then even if they're not married, it's it's it, it shows that. You know, some men are, are very oversexed and so disrespectful and uh, egotistical that they go to the point of, uh, you know, again, pressuring a, a woman who's already in a bad situation uh, to, um, you know, get what they want, to get sex with them. You know, and, and, and again, what person wouldn't, I mean, even though it's we know it's it's wrong, it's demeaning. If you are again, like I said earlier, in a situation where you could be homeless on the street, you know, you may entertain compromising and and lowering your standards just so you can have a shelter a roof over your heads. You know, a lot of people are tempted to do illegal things when they're in a bad situation. It doesn't have to be uh, prostituting your body. Um, in a situation like this, it could be selling drugs, it could be stealing, it could be robbing, you know, it could be anything that's illegal uh, when you, when your safety, uh, when you are in an uh, impoverished uh, situation where you have few resources, financial and otherwise. So, um, you know, it's, it's an outrage. It's an outrage. Um, and, you know, something else that I noticed that I learned from my research here, uh, just like in my book, Niger Baby and then When Leaves Cry, um, this really is a form of sex trafficking. And uh, this was an article I, I looked at by uh, the organization called Polaris. And um, it was on their website. And the article was called Landlords Coercing Tenants Unable to Pay Rent to Provide Sex. Sex Trafficking or Not. 
And this was on May 6, 2020. Uh, and their definition of sex trafficking was, uh, and I quote, the crime of using force, fraud, or coercion of another individual to engage in sexual activity in exchange for something of value, be it money, drugs, or rent. And that's what we're talking about, rent in this case. You know, a quid pro quo. Um, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. You know, um, and so, you know, as the article said, you know, oftentimes we think of sex trafficking, uh, much like in my book, Niger Baby, where you have a whole bunch of people, like, like for example, that book is set in Nigeria. You have a whole bunch of young women who are on this baby farm, or they call them baby factories as well, who are uh, captured and held uh, by these men who are impregnating them. And uh, they're already impoverished. They need the money, so they stay. Uh, and also, they, they need the place to stay, uh, likely. And so the, the people, these, these uh, sex trafficking uh, ringleaders have them where they want them. They have them in their grips. And so uh, it's the same thing here. Um, you know, even though it's not the traditional way of thinking about sex trafficking, according to this definition, uh, when you're putting a person under coercion uh, to have sex with you in exchange for money, drugs, or rent, you are, in fact, a sex trafficker. These shady landlords who are doing this are indeed um, sex traffickers by definition. And this um, needs to be addressed. Um, if you are in a situation like this, this article does provide a phone number to the U.S. National Human Trafficking Hotline. And I will uh, share that number with you. It's called one it's one eight one eight eight eight. 373-7888. Again, that's 1-888-373-7888. That's the number to the U.S. National Human Trafficking Hotline. Um, you also have, uh, you can also uh, turn to the Fair Housing Act, uh, which again will protect you in this country um, against this illegal uh, coercion um, or solicitation of sex in exchange for rent money. Uh, you can also file a claim with the Department of Justice uh, and the authorities in whatever country you stay in. If you are in a situation like this, um, this does need to be addressed also because this is underreported. Again, if you are an undocumented person, uh, an ex-con uh, or in any other situation that could be exploited by a landlord, um, you know, you may be tempted to not report it. And this is the case, you know, the data or on these cases, uh, is limited. The data is very limited. Uh, so it needs to be addressed. Uh, and if, you know, again, a person is in, in essence, prostituting themselves if they agree to such an agreement. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's a sad situation to be in. Uh, and what can only, again, like I said, have some empathy, uh, if a person is put before that type of choice, um, no one can ever stand in judgment on a person, uh, faced with, uh, giving in to that type of, uh, solicitation. Um, 
But again, the the high road, of course, is to reject uh, that solicitation, go to the authorities and report these people who are uh, pressuring you or someone you know uh, to engage in sex with them or and or relationship uh, for uh, rent money. Um, you know, this is a time, especially with this pandemic of the COVID-19 virus going on, this is a time for kindness and generosity and respect uh, for women and men uh, who are in need of financial assistance, uh, who still need a place to stay, in particular if they have children. Uh, and these people need your understanding versus your cruelty and your egotism that's expressed by these types of uh, despicable, despicable arrangements where people are asked uh, to uh, sell their bodies uh, in exchange for a uh, human, uh, human right, which is shelter and uh, a warm, uh, safe place to lie, to lay their heads down at night. Uh, I'm going to end it there, guys. I, I could, of course, as usual, you have so many other things and many other areas you could go in, but I wanted to address this issue uh, because it was um, something that uh, I felt I could speak to with passion. Uh, and you see a lot of people uh, being faced uh, with this impossible situation. As always, guys, thank you so much. I love you so much for your support. Uh, thank you for purchasing my books on Amazon around the world. Um, uh, you can visit me again on an Amazon nearest you. You can check out my website, writercarltonholden.com. You guys, you have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Hello to all my listeners around the world, uh, whether you're old, your old listeners or new listeners uh, for the first time on my podcast. Thank you so very much. You guys have a wonderful day. I'll check you guys out on the next episode. Bye-bye.